Welcome to Sales Secrets, new shows daily. Subscribe now. And I am thrilled, honored, humbled, and grateful to have with me today, Tony Hughes. Tony is an international keynote speaker, best-selling author, leading professional selling educator, award-winning blogger, and the most read LinkedIn author globally on sales leadership. As an experienced CEO and sales director with 35 years of sales and business leadership experience, Tony is ranked by Top Sales Magazine as the most influential person in professional selling. Tony is the author of two best-selling books, The Joshua Principle, Leadership Secrets of Selling, and Combo Prospecting. Tony, we're thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Brandon, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited about the conversation. Let, let's go through the the micro secrets, the successes and failures that you experience at each of these different companies that helped you level up to the next sales opportunity. So if you had to take away one thing from each of these, um, you know, opportunities that you had in, in selling, you know, what would you say each of them are? And we could like well, slowly go through, you know. From- yeah, well, let's let's maybe talk about about um, categories of things I was selling rather than companies themselves. So, so we talked about radio paging. You know that the the whole thing there was make it all about them and and get on their side of the table to figure out are we a good fit together. Um, so, so that was really the lesson there, and all of the input metrics that really drove success. Um, when I moved into IT hardware, the the, the big lesson I learned in that industry is that. Uh, those businesses spend so much in R&D in developing product, they, they're hardwired to make it all about them and their product and their roadmap and the Brutal. features and the functions. These are the thousand LinkedIn messages I get, like product, product, oh, product, man. product, product, product. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I, I've literally sat through training sessions as a salesperson where they'd go through nearly 200 slides, feature, function, benefit, feature, function, benefit. And the reality is, Features and functions are rarely benefits, right? So one of the big things I learned in that industry is that a benefit is really only a benefit if it solves a specific acknowledged problem. You know, so that's actually a quote from Professor Neil Rackham, who's a friend of that. mine. That's a great but, micro but, secret. Yeah, but the reality is if unless it's solving an acknowledged problem that they've got, unless it delivers a positive business outcome that can be measured in terms of dollars, percentages, or key result area metrics, and unless it's either of those things, um, it's not really a benefit at all. So, um, and I, I say to people, stop using the word benefit because it's a sales term and it's too erroneous. Think about, is this a customer outcome, right? Is this a positive customer outcome? Because well, like that. unless it is, it's not a thing we should really be talking about. So, you know, what I learned was uh, we need to think about industry verticals. We need to clearly define what an ideal customer profile looks like. There'll be attributes of organizations that mean they're a typically good fit for us. Then we need to really think about the buyer personas that we're going to be working with inside those organizations and have clarity about how we can improve their life professionally and personally. And that's what we need to lead with. If we do that well, they'll say, actually, well, so, so Tony, how do you think you can help me in that area? What is it you guys do? And now they're ready to listen. So lead with why the conversation matters, lead with the outcomes we think they can achieve. They'll then want to hear about us and how we do it. And it's a much better way to drive the conversation. And uh, when I moved into software, so let's move away from hardware to go to software. The big thing I learned in the software industry is unless you are really good at helping people build the business case for change 
And unless you're really good with helping them gather consensus inside their own organization, uh, and unless you solve a big, serious problem, you're not going to go and do serious business with people. So, so the size of the order or the commitment that we get from the customer directly relates to the size of the problem that we're solving or the size of the opportunity that we're helping them realize. Um, and we need to be very good at helping them with their business case. So some of the software I sold for quite a few years was document and records management software into big enterprises and government. And what does and that mean, the, by the way? Like, that, like to keep it organized yeah. or what? Yeah, so so for all organizations, they'll they'll have their their ERP systems, you know, Oracle or SAP that are running all the transactional piece yep. and HR systems, but they've got enormous amounts of content that sit on shared drives and portals and collaboration sites, and most yeah. office workers uh, spend 20, 30% of their time looking for content that already exists, but they don't find it, they recreate it, no one knows which is the right controlled version or copy of something. Yeah, no one can so, find anything. No, and when, when you're in highly regulated industries and this is safety documentation or it's compliance documentation, it's a real issue. So all of that's boring, but the thing was um, the business case for buying these sorts of products was largely a compliance-based business case. And what I learned was that compliance is a really poor business case. People just want to sort of tick the box of compliance yeah. and get it behind them. You had to move beyond compliance and help them improve their business processes. So you need to say, in essence, we can help you improve the productivity, your levels of service. It'll have direct impacts on customer retention, staff retention, on revenue, uh, on upsell, on average revenue per client. And the happy byproduct of all of this is you're going to get strong compliance that de-risks that part of the business as well. Because if it was just compliance, you could never get serious money. You could never elevate the conversations. Um, so, so that was really the lesson in the software industry, right? Get that makes laser a lot focus of sense. Get laser focused on their business case, help them achieve consensus in their organization and navigate politics. And maybe just as an aside, one of the big things I learned in that industry is, you know, I've been taught about qualifying a prospect. The most basic qualification framework is BANT. You know, do they have budget? Do they have authority? Yep. Is there a genuine need? Have they got a timeline? But no one likes being qualified by a salesperson. The thing I learned was this. A prospect is truly qualified if they will give you access to their people and if they'll share information with you. So I, that's a huge micro very, secret right there, dude. Yeah, I mean, the, huge the micro secret. Place. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, no, that's fine. Sorry. Um, but yeah, the degree to which they'll share information and access, access to people, that determines whether we're going to end up doing a deal and, and getting a good client. If they're talking to you, like I, I always hated, you know, I never sold based on BANT. Like, if, if you're great at what you do, you can go in, meet with the team, create the need, create the urgency, create the ROI, the revenue to, to get the purchase done. And it sounds like you, you're one of the few that kind of recognize that. If there, you're, So you're saying your micro secret is if, if they're giving you their time, which obviously they don't just want to throw away, then they're, they're qualified and it's up to, it sounds like you to create the business case, show the value and then get consensus. Yeah, it, it's exactly true. And it begs the question for us sellers, if, if we buy into this, on what basis would they give us their time? Because they're sure as hell not interested in another vendor coming to pitch to them. Right? Right. They're not interested in having more supplies. They want less supplies. They want more value from fewer incumbent suppliers. They don't, they don't want to keep diluting their spend and diluting their time managing all these relationships. So we need to think about 
what's in it for them if they have a conversation with me? And what that forces the salesperson to recognize is that it's me and my insights. It's the narrative and the information I can carry to a person that's of value to them that's going to determine the likelihood of winning. There's a bunch of corporate executive board, now Gartner, research done uh, back in 2011, 2012 for the Challenger Sale Book. But what they found was that more than half, more than half of the influencing factors on why a customer goes with one supplier over another, more than 50% of why they selected that winning party is the way that organization engaged with them rather than what it was that they were selling and the price they were offering. Price was less than 10%, more than 50% was the way they engaged. So the sellers, we are the biggest point of difference. And it's on us to become industry experts of our, of our customers' industry. And when we engage with buyers today, they expect three things. They expect us to truly know them. They expect to then tailor the information on that basis. And they expect us to be mind readers and anticipate what would be important to them. Um, and that's tough for a seller, but it's why right. it's important. It's another, those are great micro secrets. If you enjoy sales secrets and you'd like to help out the show, go to the Apple Podcast app, the purple icon, and give us five stars. Those reviews help drive the show up the charts and through the algorithm so we can help even more salespeople, marketers, and entrepreneurs. Thank you for everybody that's done it. And if you haven't yet, please, please go give that a shot. Now back to the show. Thanks for joining Sales Secrets. New shows daily. Subscribe now.